Hey all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and today I'm with Daniel. How you doing, Daniel? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing okay. Hanging in there. What have you been playing lately, man? Right now, I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty, especially the Battle Pass is about to end, so I had to make sure I got max level on my Battle Pass, and then got my level to like 155 so i could get all the rewards and i've i kind of took a break from league of legends because i was getting too mad on that game you know (laughs) (laughs) took a little break from that game but uh also been playing the the latest star wars game oh really how how you liking that one i'm enjoying it but i'm not a big fan of the main character so yeah. it's kind of like it's hard to get on that game, but everybody loves it. So I've been just like sticking through it. But so far, it's not bad. Gameplay is not bad. I'm just not a big fan of the character. Yeah, I- I'm guessing character model. Just I don't know. It's just it's weird. Yeah, you're just not you're not caring for the character storyline of the arc. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. What What about you? Uh, Overwatch, some Minecraft, some Sea of Thieves, and some WoW. So all the classics, you know. Oh, uh, we've been doing yeah. these community night streams and. Uh, We've been kind of playing those games, playing with a couple of guys that have never played Minecraft before. Now they're hooked. Ooh. And, and then I showed one of them Sea of Thieves in. Yeah, he's talking about it all the time now. <laughs> so uh, that was Kevin and Kyle, guys, a couple of streamers. We're going to have them on this show on Wednesday's episode. Um, but yeah, it's just been fun kind of introducing classics to these guys. Uh, I've been streaming. I streamed one session of Satisfactory. I'm going to stream that again uh, on Monday night, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, Monday night. Uh, come by and, s- and check that out. That's definitely our best numbers. Everybody's really interested in that satisfactory game, and it's a lot of fun. It was fun to play. Uh, I'm gonna try a solo game to see how that goes. What is that game? Is it like Ark in a way, or is it the one that you're like mining, or is that a different game? It's it's no mining. Well, I mean, there's there's machines that mine, but you don't really have to mine much. Uh, you're you're basically trying to progress the technology of your of your factory you're building, and as you're building. You can automate things and make things faster to where you end up building faster and faster and faster. Um, it's really kind of hard to explain. It, it does feel somewhat like Ark where you have like the turrets going and then you have these things going. Um, yeah. But it's like you can build the systems yourself. So it's like a mix of the redstone stuff from from Minecraft with late game Ark. Okay. Yeah, I definitely have more questions, but I don't want to keep asking you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it... it and it's really hard for me to explain it to you. It's it's really weird. You're like just building big machines. Um, but then like when you see like guys who've played this game a lot, then you're like, oh my God, I'm doing it wrong. They figured it out. Mm. There's so many people who draw out their like plans on maps and stuff like that and then try to implement them. So oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's mm. it's a pretty massive game. All right, we have a couple of announcements. First off, sadly, BlizzCon 2020 has been canceled. Uh so no BlizzCon yeah. this year, understandable. But man, that was the event that we used to look forward to every year. So it's a shame. Um, I don't know, man. Should we do but, something like some Blizzard event in November too, or what should we do? I mean, we could all. I think we should all get together. You know, get some food. I don't know. Like, is there anything like? You think they'll announce stuff on that day, or do you think they're gonna do it before that? So they're gonna announce things on June fourth. So in a few days. June fourth. Okay. Yeah, and then they're gonna announce things early 2021 with an online event so i i don't know what you know on, on june 4th i have some predictions for that one that the early 2021 i don't know if they would announce a new game necessarily because there's they're still planning on having a blizzcon 2021 so i don't yeah. know it's gonna be tricky it's just such a shame honestly man. 
honestly, I, I, I seen it coming because it's like technically it's like the perfect time to do it because mm-hmm. there's not that much content coming out. And then they could just save, let's say, if they're going to come out with a Starcraft or something, they could just save it for next year. And then it would be crazy hyped next year, especially expansion. They'll probably be talking about that, too. Yeah, I think next year's BlizzCon is going to be amazing, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's disappointing, but then now you can actually save the money. Like the money you were gonna put for this hotel, you could just put it, save it, and then get a better hotel next year or a closer one. Yeah, to save all that money from this year. You know, that's a good way to look at it. Try to save the Hilton where all the parties are at. Mm-hmm. I had it too, and yeah. then I just canceled it. I was like, I was like dang it. <laughs> and I think I'm gonna use because this is always been my vacation is going to BlizzCon. I think I'm going to use it to go camping at some point just because it's like, okay, that's kind of a vacation you can go with, uh, you know, social distancing still in place. So I'm going to look into that. See if there's any place yeah. you can camp right now. I wouldn't be bad. I know John wants to go camping too, so. Yeah, Let's see what he's up to. All right, next up, uh, this month is Gathered Gamers. This is our first Gathered Gamers episode. We will continue to do News of the Week each week. They will not necessarily be just about video games, but of course they'll always have some. Um, then every Wednesday, we're going to have a crossover with some other creators out there. So you guys can be introduced to new people and we'll talk about their top five games. And, uh, the first one we have is top five developers, which was really fun to record. We just finished recording that. Uh, and then every Friday we have the pub or the industry deep dives where we look into companies throughout the gaming industry and go over their past, their present and what they're planning for the future. First up for this week is going to be Ubisoft. We're going to look at everything Ubisoft and. I mean that's a great library right there. What's your favorite Ubisoft yeah. game that you can think of? I liked I liked their uh, Wildlands Division. So good, yeah. Those two are really good, but th- then you get bored with them. Well, <laughs> what about you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean I, Wildlands, I think is probably my overall favorite. But I mean, all the Assassin's Creeds are pretty good, um, and then Far Cry Four was really good. I really like Far Cry Four. That was my favorite of the Far Cries. Uh, I, I like the Assassin's Creed, but it's just too much. There's too many. Yeah, yeah. There was that stretch where they were just putting out a new one every year, and I was like, okay, guys, take yeah. a break, breathe it out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, it'll, it'll be an interesting segment where I'm going to be going over all their history and stuff like that and, and get into them. Uh, we're also going to be bringing you guys uh, uh, press pause announcements where, say, uh, PlayStation 5 announces something new, which they're supposed to be June 4th. They're supposed to do a press conference. I'll see if any of the boys are on, if they're ready to, to record. If not, I'll do it myself. But we're going to bring you guys that stuff within an hour after the announcements is my goal. So lightning, <laughs> lightning fast for us. Yeah. Um, it'll be hard to do, but we're just going to try it for one month and see how it works out. Uh, this this should be fun, but we're predicting four episodes a week uh, with this process. Uh, a ton of content coming your guys' way. So that's gathered gamers all month long. Okay, uh, Daniel, let's get into some news, man. Have you watched? Get it. Have you watched any of the Cobra Kai's on YouTube? I seen uh, one episode. Okay, so you have one more episode than I have. Um, you, the and it wasn't. It wasn't the whole episode. I got bored. <laughs> oh my god, that's not a good sign. <laughs> so Cobra Kai is based off of uh, the '80s classic Karate Kid, and yes. follows the basically the bad guy from those film from those films. Um, it was a YouTube exclusive. And it was part of their YouTube Red, which is when they wanted to create their own streaming platform, much like Netflix and Hulu. Uh, they were going to have scripted television. 
And uh, they ordered a third season back in April 2019, but since then decided to go back to like these creator-based contents, basically what you expect out of YouTube, right? Yeah. So Cobra, um, so now production company Sony Pictures Television is looking for a new streaming service, either Hulu, Netflix, maybe HBO Max. And uh, they're saying, they're thinking that if they could find a new subscription service, they could get a big burst in uh, their budget because YouTube didn't know necessarily how to fund this kind of show. And so if they go to something like Netflix that knows how to make these scripted television shows, they're like, oh, yeah, here's the money you need, yada, yada, yada. Um, I think that's going to be good for the show. Do you think they – where do you think it would be best for these guys to go? Uh, out of Netflix and Hulu, I would say Netflix. Netflix, I think they make these little shows, like, so great. I, I think I think if they go to Netflix, it, it probably – it could be a big show. And they'll definitely get money out of that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And Netflix already has, you know, they could get the rights to all the Karate Kids. I don't know if they do or not, but they can make an event out of it like they do some other things like Avatar. Um, yeah, I think that's a good option. I think I think Netflix is the best place for it. Is Hulu's it- good, but I I, th- I definitely think Netflix is the way to go if they're able to. Because I know Netflix has a lot of good shows right now. Yeah. And it, if it was on Netflix, I'd probably actually try and watch it. It's funny you say that. Yeah, because I have YouTube Premium and I'm still like, yeah, if it was on Netflix, I'd watch it. But, you know, I don't know. It's weird that. Yeah, it's tough, but I I think I would actually give it a shot if it was on Netflix just because it's at Netflix. And a lot of the shows on Netflix are really good. Like even like shows that weren't supposed to be successful, like Stranger Things, they were only expecting like maybe one season and all of a sudden it just blew up. Like it's possible. Just we just don't know. God, we could use a Stranger Things right now. Such a good oh, ch- yeah. series. I, I'm actually rewatching it again. <laughs> <laughs> good, that's a good choice, man. All right, so I'll go first because I didn't really spring. I didn't like give you any prep time for this, but just try to think of an '80s movie that you'd want to see a TV series out of, and I'll go first. I would like to see the end of Back to the Future when the uh, when Doc, Doc Brown and his family are riding around in a, <laughs> a time train. <laughs> just weird to say, but yeah, they're they're riding around in a time train. Uh, I'd like to see, uh, there was an animated series after that that followed the two kids, mm-hmm. but I'd like to see like, yeah, again, Netflix take a swing at that. So they're, they're bouncing around in different time periods and stuff like that and trying to save the day. I think that'd be a really cool series to follow up back to the future. Uh, is there any eighties movies that you'd want to see a TV series after? Like the never ending story would be cool. But Dude, like an great actual, option. That would be dope. Uh, maybe like, a full thing on like Scarface that that would be possible too. Yeah, if we can get a uh, but make Scarface into like a a regular series, kind of like a Sopranos kind of thing. Yes, something like that or uh, that those two for sure. Yeah. Maybe like uh, Indiana Jones would be awesome too. Like I I could see something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and really nowadays we have the better budget to handle it. They're making an Indiana Jones movie, but I'd be happy with a TV series. I think that would be really good. And then for the never-ending story, man, you're looking at like a high fantasy series. That would be a great follow-up to, say, Game of Thrones and that kind of production level. Yeah. That could be awesome. I would like to see what they can do with Falcor the Dragon. That'd be really cool. And Honestly, with their like budget when they made that movie, uh, that that movie made me cry. <laughs> Dude, it was the amazing. horse, no, yeah. <laughs> in the swamp of sadness. Oh no. man, that was that was crazy. Dude, those were big rock guys and like the big turtle. Uh-huh. I, I, it was just it was such a good film. Like 
just that movie they could definitely make like a series out of it but yeah i really like that idea yeah okay let's move on to our next thing here writer and director are both returning for sonic 2 uh paramount and sega announced this that director jeff fowley and writers pat casey and josh miller will be returning for the sequel uh foul i said fowley but i meant fowler fowler uh was accredited for taking the initiative to fix sonic after that mess up came out, that really yeah. terrible looking one. Uh, at the time, he had this statement. Thank you for the support and the cr- criticism. The message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design and we want to change. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best he can be. So, I mean, that's that's a good sign, right? From a director who knows that they made the mistake yeah. and they're like, look, we'll fix that. Uh, did you have a chance to watch Sonic? Uh, no, but I did see like parts of it on like YouTube and I, I do want to say like, I actually, I like this. I love how they, they're taking fans opinions and reworking it. Yeah. Uh, and especially with something that's, you know, so endearing like Sonic. I mean, we've, we've had the Sonic around forever. Uh, so it was, it was good to see that they understood how loyal we were to the character. Yeah. Uh, the fans showed their support by going out to the theaters and uh, g- making $306 million worldwide. Total success. Yeah. Uh, out- so outside of Sonic, we have the two writers, Casey and Miller. They worked on National Lampoon's films and a bunch of low-budget movies. This was their first high-budget film with Sonic 1. Uh-huh. But I think the story was solid. It was just kind of fun for the whole family type of story. Uh, everybody seemed to enjoy it. Uh, I think the sequel is going to be a, a slam dunk. We we what we know from it, you know, spoiler alerts to you, of course, since you haven't seen it. But we know Tails is going to be in it, and we know that uh, Eggman is is full on crazy now. So it's going to be a lot of fun to see what happens with that. Uh, we already have a good cast coming back. Well, we don't know if the cast is coming back for sure, but according to interviews, they all seem pretty excited about the franchise. We can presume mm-hmm. they're coming back. Uh, is there any stories you want to see out of the Sonic universe? Uh, yeah, I never actually got to see, like, the show, so. Oh, yeah. Really, yeah. Dude, so, I, I mean, like, I played the games, but I never actually, like, followed the story. <laughs> you mean that, that very complicated story where you stomp on bunnies, I think? <laughs> That's so yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. dude, I, I don't blame you there. There's not really a great story. Um, But, yeah, do you, okay, so you never watching the TV shows. There was a Sonic anime. Do you remember yeah, the Sonic were. anime? That thing was badass. Uh, I just never seen it. <laughs> oh man, that was a really good one. Uh, yeah, so I, you know, they showed a little hint to Knuckles. He's my main focus. Knuckles has always been my favorite yeah. character. So uh, get into the Emeralds, get into Knuckles. I'd be total, totally down for that. Get some chaos, and then have him go Super Saiyan in the back, or Sonic, you know, go Super Saiyan and save the day in his golden form. That would be amazing if they get it really start. That, that seems all like the third Sonic movie level, but I'd be happy to kind of get them, you know, at least hinting to that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, do you think if they if the next one does good, do you think they'll just keep popping these out? I don't see why not. And then I could see more crossovers too with with other Sega properties. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, might as well. You're already making the money. That's true. All right, we have confirmation, guys, that Henry Cavill will be back as Superman. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> I knew you were gonna be happy about this one. After the lackluster appearance of Justice League. Uh, and Henry Cavill's mustache controversy where they had to like CGI his mustache off. Um, it was unclear if Superman would be returning for the future. A lot of fans were like, no, we don't want him back. Uh, and and the money just didn't come in like they expected. So, But Deadline is reporting that Cavill will return as Man of Steel in the future DC film. Uh, there will not be a standalone Superman movie so far. 
but he will either join Shazam 2 or Aquaman 2. Uh, Shazam and Aquaman, both fantastic movies. I'm going to ask you on this one. Have you seen either of those? Yeah. Which one Which one have you seen and uh, which one did you like better? I've seen uh, Aquaman and uh, I've seen parts of like uh, Shazam and I, I didn't really like it. I didn't like the whole body look. It, I, I liked Aquaman way better. <laughs> Aquaman was very good. Yeah, they did a great yeah. job with that. Do you think he would do good in an Aquaman movie, Superman? Uh, yeah, but I think honestly, the, the whole Shazam going against, uh, Black Adam would be like the best thing for him. Yeah. Especially like, especially like, think about it. Black Adam as Dwayne, the rock Johnson, who already pulls like so many people to the theaters just to watch it. Him in that movie with those two actors would be amazing. Yeah, I think it's a good way. You're 100% right. I think it's a good way to kind of get people to fall in love with Henry Cavill again, too, when you have him fighting against freaking Rock, you know what I'm saying? like. Yeah, definitely. I think that last movie with Superman, I don't think it was his fault. I don't I, I don't think it was his fault. I think it was Batman's fault. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. People were, like, disappointed. Like, if you're going off the very first Superman movie, which was amazing. Yeah, Man of Steel was really that, good. Honestly, he should have just made the second one by himself. Because yeah. with Batman, it just ruined it. Because it was more focused on Batman instead of Superman. And then he's like pretty, pretty much portraying Superman as a bad guy. Yeah. The whole entire time. So, I, I yeah. It was horrible, but I don't think it was his fault, though. Well, you know, we, me and Squeeze talked about this last week because of the Zack Snyder Cut announcement. Uh, do you put any blame on the director themselves? Because we had a shift in directors during the middle of Justice League where it went from uh, Zack Snyder over to Joss Whedon. Um, do you put any blame on that? I blame a little bit on that. And also, didn't uh, Ben Affleck also change so, some lines and stuff? He, yeah, throughout? he demanded some changes. He's got a big enough name where he's doing that. And it's like, dude, just shut up and do your job. You're an I actor. Mean, come on. what His movies were, were really that great. Come on. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Squeaks does not. He's such a big Ben Affleck Batman really? fan. Yeah. Oh my he's, goodness. He's the other way. That's on why this he's one. coming back, right? That's why he's coming back. Oh wait, no. Well, actually. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Um, no. Oh my. There God. are rumors that because of the Zack Snyder cut, that Batman or the Ben Affleck is considering coming back to the cowl and actually doing his own standalone movie again as well. That's all up in the air. Uh, currently, Ben Affleck is going through some struggles. Uh, some demons have returned for him. So best of luck to him, but that is currently in the cards, man. So we may have Ben Ben Affleck back. I I can't believe it, honestly. Yeah. That's uh, sad. Yeah, I'm not on board myself. It, yeah, he just I liked his fighting style, but outside of that, I didn't like his charisma. I didn't like the way he portrayed the character. Um, yeah, yeah. I, you know, Superman. I, I I honestly think Henry Cavill kills Superman. I think him along uh, Shazam with that like bubbly personality with Superman. Mm-hmm. I think it would actually really help him out a lot. And then with yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson Dude. as Black Adam, I think it would be amazing. Honestly, I think that would be like big money too. Yeah. Like I said, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he could make a film and then make it like really good. So I, I expect like they made that movie, it'd be really good. I love him in, in uh, Jumanji. He's so good in Jumanji. Yeah, Jumanji was funny. <laughs> I thought it was going to bomb, but him and then Kevin Hart. Just, oh, my God. Just, oh, and then uh, Jack Black, too. Ugh. Yeah, it was Great entirely man. good. Okay, and I can't remember her name, and I feel bad I don't remember her name. 
but the woman and the the female lead in that those films did you know that is uh um nebula from avengers really yeah gamora's sister dude that blew my mind i was like wait what you just she's got so so much heavy makeup that i was like oh my god i didn't know that yeah (laughs) so um she's actually going to be probably the lead in the new pirates of the caribbean movies uh, because they're they're recast they're rebooting all the Pirates of the Caribbean and they're gonna be following Red from the ride. I don't know if you remember Red. Um, no. But yeah, so she's probably gonna be the lead of the new Pirates of the Caribbean cool. universe. All right. Uh, next up, we have Labyrinth Two. It's announced and getting a director. Uh, so the director for this will be Scott Dickerson. And uh, have you ever watched the Labyrinth? This is the '80s classic by Jim Henson. Um. No. So yeah. I seen the the cover and it looked scary when I was young. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm good. I I hate nightmares, so I'm gonna avoid this one. And back then, I was forced to watch Leprechaun, <laughs> and that shit scared the shit out of me. So no, <laughs> I love that statement. I hate nightmares. So <laughs> <laughs> was there anybody out there like, man, I could really use some some nightmares right now? <laughs> Uh, you're not wrong, man. It was definitely a nightmare world um, with Jim Henson <laughs> making the puppets for your nightmares. Uh, but yeah, it was you know had David Bowie and stuff like that. And uh, this project has been slowly in the works since 2014 with Jim Henson's company and TriStar Pictures working together, which I didn't know TriStars was still a company anymore. Um, and so yeah, they'll be working together to make this movie. They picked uh, Scott Dickerson because or Derrickson because of his filmography, two of his movies especially. Doctor Strange and The Day the Earth Stood mm. Still. So these like visually stunning films, like ones that yeah. where like imagination has to be depicted on film. Uh, that's definitely fitting for for Labyrinth, where you have you know fairies and goblins and stuff like that all working together with this magical uh, leader of theirs, uh, once played by David Bowie. Which that's why I, I want to see who they're going to cast to play David Bowie's part. Um, it'll be interesting to see because. That movie really, you know, it bombed at theaters when it first came out, but then it had a big cult following afterwards. And a lot of that leans on David Bowie and how well he portrayed his character. Mm. So I think it's important that they find somebody to play him well. Uh, I can't think of anybody. Yeah, maybe Romney Manuel, probably best to do it. But I really can't think of anybody that's that charismatic to uh, portray David Bowie's character. That'll be a tough one. It's going to be tricky. So if I if I was to watch Labyrinth right now, yeah. Would I get nightmares still? Not as an adult. Now you'd be oh, like, okay. wow, those puppets are not that great. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I might I might have to check it out just to see and then maybe it's, get into Labyrinth 2. It's a really weird film. And then there is some like uh theories when you when you look into it that it might be about puberty. And um mm. then you're like, oh god, that grossly makes sense. And uh yeah, so check that watch the movie. And if you guys have already watched the movie, look up the puberty theory about Labyrinth and change the way you look at your favorite movie from the 80s it's mm-hmm. it's a trip uh yeah it's real weird it's kind of a darth jar jar kind of thing where like oh my god it makes sense and it's scary <laughs> all right let's talk about disney world they're going to be reopening uh and we're going to go over so, sort of the guidelines for this uh the first two parks opening in disney world will be magic kingdom and animal kingdom in on july 9th, uh, 11th sorry and then hollywood studios and epcot on july 15th both employees and guests are required to wear masks and will be having their temperature taken before entering. There will be no parades, fireworks, or street performers. Now, I man, I really enjoy the street performers at Disneyland. I, yeah, the, especially 
uh the parades too the fireworks are beautiful especially like the shows that they have yeah the world of colors and then phantasmic like i love those shows that i want to see it every time they're you know they're they're showing it so it's kind of disappointing to hear that yeah I like the ones they have these like um, the drum lines come in like right in front of that Little Mermaid ride in California Adventures. Mm-hmm. They usually have like a drum line there. It's always worth stopping and watching them do their their little. They do the drum line and a little skit amongst it, so it's it's kind of cool to see. So you know it's it's a sad thing to see that they're not bringing that back right away, which it's understandable. Then because if I'm stopping to watch it, so are other people, and they're all gathered together, that makes sense. Uh, well, the part- they're they're only having a limited people going, so they might be able to pull it. You know, still do it. Yeah, it's only uh, going to be just about depends 50%. on me. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, they're starting with fifty percent, and then they're going to be increasing that over the uh, next few months. Disney will be furthering its cashless payment system to cover more amenities. So uh, the idea is that you use your you know iPhone Pay or Apple Pay or whatever, yeah. or maybe your cards. Ideally, don't don't touch any of the payment systems because that's something like with cash, you're just transitioning transmitting diseases easily. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Hand sanitizer hand sanitizer will be located throughout the park, uh, and available for everyone. And uh, the first park to open up was in Shanghai on May 11th uh, after being closed since January 24th. And so far, they've been doing okay. Uh, There has been a little spike, but not bad. Uh, The Disney company has been suffering without their parks. It makes up 30% of the company's revenue. Uh, That's at $26 billion with a B last year. Dude, I didn't know the parks were so important to them. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's insane. That's a lot of money. Kind of makes sense when you try to buy food in there, though. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i feel like they need to do more though especially like bathrooms and stuff i think they they need like sanitize like the seats every freaking use like they got to do a lot more than just just that you know that's a good idea yeah someone that's in the bathroom is cleaning it as soon as you're done using them i like that idea and i think they need to make sure they don't do any lines i heard that the universal's thinking about doing this where you use the fast pass and that's the only way to get on the line or on the ride you know yeah decrease that time i was uh, i was listening to a radio station and they were talking about this uh you know disney parks opening up and people the employees were saying like i think it was in uh shanghai they were saying that they want the guests to not scream on the rides too oh it's like you know how hard that's gonna be yeah (laughs) have you been on space mountain because yeah (laughs) i I mean it's good it's good that they're, I mean, I, I'm all for it, you know, opening it up, you know, have a little fun and no lines, you know, sanitizing and stuff, but it's going to be tough. And I I don't see them opening for more guests till probably like next year. And I want to know how much more is the tickets going to be, the pricing. Yeah, I was debating on that. I wonder if they would be, okay, so I'm assuming they'll probably be more, right? Because there's less tickets to be sold. Yeah. But there could be also a thing of like, well, you're taking an increased re- risk by even going, so maybe the tickets will be less. But I, I see it being more, especially they gotta make up that, that, <laughs> that those billions. Yeah, <laughs> so that's true. Uh, probably like a hundred, because I think I know it goes like up to one hundred and fifteen or something. I think it, I wonder if it would be like one hundred fifteen and higher now, like one hundred twenty, something like that for just a one day. It seems it seems crazy, but. I'm itching so much to go, and and yeah, I, me too. I, I I might be of my family probably am the most precautious where I'm like gloves mask get the mail, and um, yeah, 
and even I'm like, I could really go for some Thunder Mountain, some Space Mountain right now. It, it just sounds so freaking amazing. So I might be tempted, you know, if I were living close by to go to this. I don't know. Would you chance it or you would you wait? I don't know. I want to chance it, but I, I think I'd rather chance it on December, especially like the Christmas stuff would be yeah. worth it, you know, to chance it. But it's tough. I, I, I live with my grandma. I can't be yeah. getting sick. But really, I've been like <laughs> fighting the urge to not go like uh, or not being able to go pretty much. But yeah, it, it's just disappointing. It's disappointing. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I think it's best. To, I think it's best people wait. But uh, if you do go, please take precautions. Make sure you bring a mask. They won't let you in without it. Um, and take pictures and send it to us because, man, I miss that place. And don't try to get people sick. please. Yeah, just be cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Next up, we have a Kingdom Hearts series in development. Emra Kaya of Cinema Spot reported that the new Kingdom Hearts series is going to be coming to Disney+. Plus. Disney was originally going to make the series themselves, but it didn't work out. So now they have Square Enix working on it. Square Enix uh, is has asked permission to use the Unreal Engine for the production, and they're starting their okay. casting now. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, man, the lore, it's thick, it's heavy. Do you think we need a TV series for this? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, the, the video, I've only played one and two. Didn't get to play three yet, but one and two. Don't bother. Uh, yeah, I heard back a lot of cutscenes, but that's yeah. how number one and two were. Uh, the story was really fun, and I loved Disney. I loved Mickey, Donald, Goofy, and stuff. So it would be awesome to see them in a series. Get to actually just see the series. But would it be like a pre or post? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know if it's going to be beforehand or, or after. I would like to see beforehand would be best. Um, and I want less heartless things. You know what I'm saying? Like just yeah. have an adventure where they're going from from uh, world to world. That's fun. But like what, the three, what really lost me is all this like the heartless storylines and stuff like that. I don't care about any of that. They don't grab me at all. Yeah. Only one person I know of cares at all about that and even knows them. And that squeaks. He like, oh yeah, but that's this guy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but what? He has three personalities. I yeah. mean, come on now. How is this supposed to be a real story? This is like a soap opera. Um, <laughs> and with this being animated, that means that kids are going to want to watch this for the most part. And so it needs to be a simplified storyline. It can't be so crazy. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I just I'm a little concerned about it. I, there's so much there for them to use, and a lot of it sucks. So yeah. Well, remember a lot. Of, a lot of the game was just filler too, so they definitely could cut a lot of it down, but still make a big story out of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll have to cut some of it down for sure. There's just so much of it, but um, I think it'd be fun to like. Oh, hey, we're going to Alice in Wonderland world, and that's a good way yeah. to kind of bring back some of the older movies, you know, for the you know kids to see. And they're trying to solve a problem there, and it becomes like the serial thing. It, it has a potential of being amazing. Just have to yeah, then. Are they going to definitely going to be interesting because are they going to like because you can't get the old voice actors too, like from Lion King and stuff like that. So they would have to make it, it's going to be weird. Yeah. Kind of kind of interested in seeing that show. Yeah. The game uses the voice actors from the films, but they're casting. So. Presumably, they're not going to use the original voice actors. We'll have to see. Uh, yeah, that. that's, that's a big. Like, hmm. like I wouldn't want to see a different person play Tarzan or Mufasa. That has to be James yeah. Earl Jones. As soon as James Earl Jones dies, and Mufasa's never being played again. 
in my book. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. Hmm. That one is tough. <laughs> All right, uh, let's wrap things up with the free games for June uh, we have from PlayStation and Xbox. First, for Xbox, we have Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, which is a side-scroller platformer. Uh, Coffee Talk, which is one of those kind of like talking, almost like a dating simulator, but it's in a fantasy world. Uh, Cinemora, which is a side-scrolling shoot-em-up uh, with, mm-hmm. with you know, uh, spaceships and whatnot. And Destroy All Humans. Destroy All Humans is a classic where you're an alien who's trying to collect biomatter from a small town. And you're just randomly destroying things. Uh, that one's coming out this month for free, the old version, but the, a remake of that's coming out next month. So it's a good time to get that game, kind of reacclimate yourself to it and get ready for the remake, which the remake looks fantastic. Uh, PlayStation is getting... Yeah, PlayStation's winning this fight every month now. Uh, you guys are going to get Star Wars Battlefront 2 for free and Call of Duty World War 2 for free. Clearly awesome AAA titles. Uh, PlayStation, you're killing it, man. <laughs> yeah. Now, you have an Xbox, but do you have a PlayStation still or no? Yeah, I still have my PlayStation. So you're going to grab those two games for free? No, I already have uh, Battlefront 2, and I've already played World War 2. Oh, okay. Yeah, if yeah, you guys um, don't have those yet, man, you got to pick them up. They're really good. All right, we're going to we'll go into our last segment. Uh, we're going to try to predict the things that are coming out for June. This month, we're going to have a lot of announcements. It was supposed to be E3. Uh, so the companies had plans to announce things. E3 went away, but they're still going to be announcing their things through different uh, platforms. So we're going to go over some of the things we predict. Daniel, what is one of the things that you're predicting to come out this month? Uh, Death Stranding for PC. Oh, man, that is a good one. Yeah. Death Stranding for I'm, PC. I'm actually, I'm kind of, I already beat it for PlayStation 4, so I'm thinking about getting it for for PC if it does come out. But I might wait until it's, like, cheaper. <laughs> yeah, uh, Squeaks is playing it, and uh, he's kind of talking some smack on it, man. Yeah, because he can't get past the um oh gosh the bts but squeaks is just bad at video games that's why he puts every game in easy mode so if he can't get yeah so if he can't get through a little bit of bts which isn't really hard to get past just gotta be good at video games yeah um yeah anybody could do it by him i guess you know what? It's so funny to watch. Like, Sammy talks so much smack about him about easy mode games. Yeah. <laughs> and has yeah. to crack it up on Twitter. <laughs> and then he tries to play these games like Death Stranding, and all of a sudden he's struggling. And then it's funny. I was actually at his house and I tried to do it for him. I didn't even run into any of the BTs to teach him how to actually do it. I was like, ah, that's that sucks. <laughs> so Squeeze just needs to play it enough to where he's not running into BTs. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's funny. All right. So or Death Stranding for PC. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to pick it up for PC when it comes out, just because, you know, you gave it such a good review, so I want to make sure to check it out and try it. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so then uh, on my list, we have Resident Evil 8. It's about that time. They've been killing it, Capcom, with all the remakes. Um, we know that Resident Evil 4 is in the works, the remake for that. I think it's also time yeah. for a new Resident Evil 8. And I think it's going to follow Resident Evil 7 in the way they changed how they do the storytelling. Uh, it seems about right, man. Capcom's on fire right now. What do you think about a Resident Evil 8, man? Uh, definitely. They were talking about making a new Resident Evil 8, uh, but I'm hoping it's not garbage. (sighs) I'm excited for it. I love Resident Evil games, so I'm going to say hopefully it's good. Let's get it. But the whole remake of number four, I thought that was pointless. There's no point. They just want more money now. Yeah. 
Resident Evil 4 doesn't seem like it was that far back for them to bother remaking it. Yeah, it really wasn't. And there, there, there really isn't any point of doing it, but kudos to them, I guess. Yeah, they'll make money and there's a good chance you'll be buying it because <laughs> you're such a big Resident Evil fan. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, what, what's next for your predictions? Uh, I'm predicting a Final Fantasy 14 expansion at least this month or maybe even next month because uh Shadowbringers released on July 2nd, 2019. So they'll probably announce it for next year though, the next expansion. Yeah. That's a good idea. Uh do they have a, a PTR on that where you're able to try it out early? Uh, I'm not sure. I I this is going to be like the first pretty much time that i'm actually uh i'm anticipating like, i'm excited for a new expansion so hopefully they like you know do what wow does try out their beta and you know get to play it see how it is we'll have to try to get you into that ptr so that then you can like do some videos on it or review it for us ahead yeah of time. definitely that's a good idea uh yeah you've been playing a lot of final fantasy 14 what are you currently doing in that game i'm just leveling my uh scholar it's uh pretty much like it's almost like a warlock that 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 heals. Oh wow, that's a cool yeah, combo. yeah. So you get a little pet. Mine's like pretty much think of Tinkerbell, and okay. she's just like you could place her in certain areas so that your heals could go out and uh, wider heals stuff like that. You're buffing barriers. They're they're actually pretty fun, hmm. and and the game. I like the community. It, it feels yeah. like old wow. Hey, that's that and the community is the reason you play those games in the long run, man. Oh yeah, definitely. That's cool. Uh yeah, that's that's a good one. Um I need a I, you know, I've I've tried it already a few times, but I always try it as the archer, and then I'm hearing that the archer's kind of like a meh class. So maybe I'll yeah. try a whole new class and see if I like that. I think you would like the mech mecha list. It's like you're you're like a, a gunner and you put out these like turret things and you're shooting rocket. I haven't really messed with them, but they look like they would be a fun class to play. I wrote that down. A Mecha Liz. Mecha Liz? Something Mecha-less. like that. I, I, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm going to send you a video. I yeah, think you'll like that class. Okay. I will check that out because I liked the um, the engineers, I think they were called, from uh, Wildstar, which was similar to that. That was my. Uh, I thought my you liked tank. the Gunslinger. I liked the Gunslinger too, but my tank was oh. was, uh, uh, was doing that with the turrets and stuff like that. Gunslinger was my main, though, for sure. We were just talking about Carbine last night when we were recording our top five devs. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carbine is on my list, guys. Spoiler alert for the next episode. It's on my list. I won't say where. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was talking about how Tabby went around buying like all physical copies in LA just to try to support the uh-huh. company. What a trooper. <laughs> all right. Uh, my next prediction is that we're going to get the next God of War. God of War is such a big hit. They're going to be announcing the PS5. They need a title to sell the system even better. God of War is the best way to do it. It's the perfect exclusive. Everybody's excited for that. Uh, they could do um, Horizon or something like that, but I, I think God of War is just the name that they could do mm. that. Um, they got I, I personally they got to stick with that Viking lore. It's just such a good time for that. Uh, everybody's big on Vikings right now, and uh, carry the story of the kid becoming Loki and stuff like that. I think it's a really good idea. I think that's my next prediction because we're gonna get so we're gonna have some monster exclusive for PlayStation Five. Can you think of any other exclusive for PS Five that would bring people into it? PS5, well, if they do, like, if they continue the story of The Last of Us, definitely. Yeah, but that's coming out on PS4. Yeah, but 
I, I mean, if they continue it, though. Oh, yeah. Like if they announce like a DLC coming to PS5. Yeah, then like they just keep popping out more of these Last of Us. I mean, it's possible. Dude, I, I'm still so on the fence between Xbox Series X and PS5. I'm going PS5. You are? So it squeaks. There's no point. Of, I mean, it's pretty much like you're the Xbox is a PC. So you, it's, uh, Halo, I <laughs> that's pretty much it. I mean, eh. I know. It, it, that's hard as we all have very good gaming PCs. So we have the Series X already next to us. Yeah. And and so much of my choice is going into loyalty. I have a feeling that like I have that bias in me. So I'm trying to avoid that bias. And when I do that, you know, the, the logic of like, well, yeah, you already have a PC for it. But then I'm also looking yeah. at like the Series X is straight up a more powerful system, like hands down. So I feel like I'm not getting my bang for my buck going with the PlayStation 5. <sighs> we'll have to see, man. I'll, I'll have to see. It, it's tough. It's definitely tough. But so yeah. far... I'm thinking PS5 just because the exclusives for Xbox aren't really worth it. Especially like Halo might be the new one might come out for Steam. Dude, that would be that would be mind blowing. Yeah. I could see something like that. I bought a new TV this week to uh Ooh. for the Series X or whatever, because I was like, look, I need to go I don't I haven't had a 4K yet, which is crazy. Yeah. So I was like, I need to go 4K, I need to do HDR. So I got all that. Now I'm ready for the new systems. Come on, consoles. It's amazing, consoles. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Uh, you have another prediction for us? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking... So, uh, there was rumor that Kojima is making a Silent Hill-like game. Oh, wow. So, I'm hoping that is true, and hopefully it gets announced this month. Now, didn't they have problems with licensing on Silent Hill, or is it just like kind of like Silent Hill? Kind of like Silent Hill, because I know uh, what's his name, uh, the guy from uh, Walking Dead, Norman Reedus, said that he wants to do another project with them, and I know that they're already saying that Death Stranding Two should be coming. Uh, they're working on that story, but also heard that Silent Hill like game might be coming out too. So hopefully, it gets announced. Kojima, you know, when you hear stories about him, it's like if you're if you're somebody who has to fund him or something like that, they tend to not like get along with him. But the artists that work with him always seem to enjoy the, the process. So it shows how Kojima is super passionate about his work. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. He's always been passionate about his work and all his work that most of them have been successful. So I really I really hope they make a Silent Hill like game. Yeah. You can't use Silent Hill because that's Konami. But right. Still, that'd be awesome to see that game come back. That Silent Hill game that he made. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, they could still use the, the feel of the horror, you know. Uh, they just can't call it Silent Hill. That's a good idea. Yeah. All right. Uh, my next one is I think we're actually going to get the release dates for Overwatch 2 or Diablo 4. Uh, they're not having BlizzCon this year. They There's something going on where Blizzard actually got a hold of IGN and said, hey, look, we're going to make announcements on the 4th. IGN's got this summer of gaming. We're going to be giving you guys our take on all those announcements as well. Uh, and so it's perfect timing. And I'm yeah. anxious to play some Overwatch 2, especially. Uh, where do you think those games are going to get released? Like, when when about do you think they'll be released? Uh, I'll throw out mine real quick. I think Overwatch 2 is going to be coming probably around March next year. March next year? Mm. Damn, that's, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah it'd have to be. like I think probably July. 
for Overwatch 2. July next year? Yeah. Okay. I was like, this year? Because I'll get excited right now. <laughs> no, no. I think about probably July and then like Diablo. It'd have to, it would have to be, it's going to have to be before or after the expansion comes out. Yeah. So the, the expansion is coming out this year, right? So I think that's why it's yeah. going to be March for Overwatch. So you'll have, you know, Shadowlands come out in November. Then you give mm-hmm. it a few months, four months for everybody to kind of calm down a little bit. Overwatch 2. Then you give that another few months. And then like Diablo, I'm suspecting, will be like around November. So that it's hitting that Christmas time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. That's true. Pick up a, a Diablo game for Christmas. <laughs> it sounds yeah right up right up that Christmas spirit, man. Uh, you have another one for us? Another prediction? Um. Well, I know EA already announced like Madden. Madden should be their their gameplay footage should be releasing at least this month because this month, yeah, this month. I don't think next month. I, it has to be this month. For Madden. Have, EA has an event this year, so they'll be. Oh, it does. Or I'm sorry, oh, this okay. Month. Yeah. What What do you want to? What are you expecting to see out of this gameplay that's unique? Ah, uh, it's gonna be the same thing. It's gonna be reskinned. Hopefully, they they do more to the uh, franchise mode and the on online gameplay. Hopefully, they fix a lot of that. They bring back more team play stuff, like you get trophies, stuff like that, achievements for beating certain people, like records. That would be awesome. That's a good Especially, idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fix. Fix. Uh, fix the defense linemen and especially for blocks. Like if you're going to run it up, hopefully your, your linemen actually block for you. <clears throat> yeah. Not like in other games, they keep reskinning it and not fixing issues that keep happening in, in the game. Yeah. They got to do something like that. And then we saw with the first trailer that came out for the next Madden, they were talking about how you'll be able to feel each hit and stuff like that. So that reminds me of the dual sense controller. So maybe they'll have something like that where as you're walking, you can feel each step your your guy's taking. And when a hit comes, it'll feel like that side of the controller is getting hit. Something like that. Yeah. Something that makes it more tactile, you know? Yeah. I Honestly, I, I hope 2K comes out with an actual like football game that's really good. I'm so excited for that. That might be the first football game that I buy right away is whatever 2K yeah. comes out with. They, they do good games. Uh, you know how they came out with that, that thing say it's non-simulated? Well, I know I've seen... And he, uh, another thing that said that you are going to play football. So, okay. So, yeah, so I really that? hope it's really weird. That's not coming out until uh, 2021. Yeah. So, yeah, they're starting to ground up. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. It's going to be good. All right. Uh, my next prediction is that we're going to get a Splinter Cell reboot. Uh, it's been oh, a second since we had a Tom Clancy game, and people are clamoring for that Splinter Cell. He's been making a lot of appearances in the Division games and in, uh, uh, breakout and stuff like that. So it's about that time for for Splinter Cell to be active. Um, I, I I just I think this is great. They're really fun games. They're sneaker shooters, and uh, I think yeah, I think it's gonna be good. And I can't wait to see what you know Sam Fisher's up to next. Um, Splinter Cell time, man. Have you ever played the Splinter Cell games? Yeah, I I, I played them. Yeah. What do you think about them? Uh, they're fun. Uh, but I I never like I didn't really care for that whole stealthy thing. Uh, and yeah. that game gave me a headache too because I I was young when I played it. Um, more, I'm like, hopefully they drop like news on a new like Vegas three or something. That would be amazing. Oh, man, yeah, that's actually yeah. Never mind, that's my number one now. 
<laughs> I used to love that game. The problem is the Siege is doing so well now. So yeah. they don't want to like give the assets to a PvE game. But man, yeah, that was really good. We used to that was like a, such a good one to play online where you're like mm-hmm. there was they had this mode where you'd clear out a terrace cell or something like that. And you knew where everybody was at, but you were trying to like beat your times. So you're trying to go faster and yeah. faster and faster. And uh and one thing that's really cool about those games is like one shot you're dead. So you had to be perfect. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was a good game. Do you have any more predictions for June? Uh, no, that's actually it. Okay. Me. So I'm going to do one more. Uh, there's hints of a new Star Wars game called, well, they're calling it Project Maverick. Uh, I think we're going to get that announced at some point, probably during the EA announcements. This could be a follow-up to Jedi Fallen Order. I, I kind of hope it's not because it's too soon. I want you guys to take your time for this. Don't make this a new Assassin's Creed where like every year there's a new game or Call of Duty. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, Project Maverick. So it sounds like we're going to be Maverick giving you an idea that they're a lone guy that's kind of in between both sides. So it could be seen like a gray Jedi thing. Uh, that to me, right, reminds me of Force Unleashed. So this could be a new Force Unleashed project. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any Star Wars game that you want to see remade or any Star Wars story that you want told through video games? I mean, it would be cool to have a um, Mandalorian game. Honestly. Oh, dude, good idea. Yeah, and Maverick kind of fits for that, too. That would be awesome. I'm just thinking, like, you make your own Mandalorian character, and you get to, like, customize them and stuff, and you're upgrading them every time you're doing missions, because that's pretty much you're getting the, the thing to get the better armor and stuff. That would be awesome. Damn, dude, I should a- be a creator. <laughs> <laughs> that is an excellent idea, because then you have bounties that you can do on the side, and you have your main storyline. Yeah. It's it'll be like an open world game. Yeah, kind of a Red Dead in oh, space, man. man. Dude, that's Boom. an excellent idea. Send it. You got to send it to them. Yeah. All right. I'm emailing it. Yeah, I will fucking... You know what? That's, I'm actually going to email... I'm going to email them today. No joke. Yeah, I'll you send should you. honestly... Because that would be amazing. An open world game that you're a Mandalorian. Try to like starting from the bottom, working your way up top to like get the best armor, then get the better bounties later on. And then you can make your own crew. Oh my goodness. Like I'm just shooting out ideas. They need to take this right now. <laughs> and you can have that good or bad system where it's like your choices decide oh, what you become. Yes. That it's would literally be awesome. on the post-it, man. The post-it note says email EA. I'm gonna be doing that right after this. That's a good idea. Oh my goodness. You definitely need to, because an open world game of Mandalorian, that would be fun. Damn, dude. Now I'm thinking of all the... And I just made that shit up in like a minute. I honestly need to be a creator. I'm just saying. And it doesn't necessarily need to even follow the, the show Mandalorian. You know, like you don't necessarily need yeah. to do that. But you could still have an assistant the whole time, like somebody hanging out with you. So you could have these companions that can be from the Star Wars world. Because I remember so much like older public. I used to love having my jaw water with me that was like super armored up. And yeah. he could be like on the ship the whole time and... You could like create a relationship with them where like, hey, I need you to go do this mission for me or something like that to your little Jawa or whatever you want. Little Ewok in there. <laughs> Dude, like, that get is mounts too. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, Fix man. up your ship. Like remember in Kingdom Hearts, you, you had the gummy ship that you're upgrading. Yeah. You yeah. do the same thing. Oh my goodness. Come on, guys. The different speeder Take bikes and different idea. animals that you can be riding around on and you just, just you, it's Red Dead, but awesome in space. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then you can actually fly. That'll be, oh my God. Dude, we're ending take on my that. Idea. <laughs> Give me a little cut. I'll be happy. Make Damn. a character named Daniel or Taguro that's in town or whatever. That was like a boss awesome. of the fight. <laughs> just take that idea, boys. Take it. 
the one ability that the the, uh, the Daniel boss has is Reign of Arrows or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, that'd be dope too. Oh, you could be like a bow hunter too, or you're just like gun. Oh my, come on guys, just take the idea. Just take the idea from me. I don't. Care. There you go. You got permission, guys. Just give me a little money. Just give me a little thousand, a little something like that. <laughs> name of the credits too. You gotta get that name of the credits. <laughs> All right, guys. That's gonna how that's how we're gonna finish it. I had one more, but we're gonna finish it on that. Uh, Star Wars Mandalorian game, man, that's a good idea. Uh, all right, guys, check us out throughout the week, throughout the month. We have all kinds of content coming your guys' way. Uh, on the fourth, there's gonna be the first batch of new stuff. We have a bunch of video game companies announcing things. We may have multiple episodes in that one day because there's so much stuff. We have the new Sony PlayStation Five getting announced with all its details and games to ride with it. We have uh, the first day of IGN Expo, which is their new expo that's within Summer of Gaming. It's going to be a ton of stuff coming your way, guys. So on the 4th, it's going to be lit. We also have uh, yeah, our one-on-one with uh, Kyle and Kevin, the, the streamers, and, and talking about our favorite devs. And we're going to wrap things up with an Ubisoft deep dive at the end of this week. It's going to be amazing, guys. I hope you guys hang out with us. Uh, it was good talking to you again, man. I know it's been so long since we've been in the same room, but it's good talking yeah, to you again. Definitely. Can't wait till we're recording in the same studio again. <laughs> Yeah, that would be fun. And plus the gamer stuff, the gamer news. We're gonna be pretty much on Discord, right? Talking. Yeah. So Oh yeah, it'll all be on Discord. Yeah, this is actually this is actually a good month for us to be doing this because otherwise we'd be like, Hey, can you drive to my house? We gotta record. You know what I'm saying? That wouldn't be very yeah. easy. So this is actually a good combo for us right now, but still. July, man, we gotta get together and record in the same room and I'm buying so much freaking beer for those days. I'm I'm down. I'm definitely down. <laughs> Gonna have a pony cake in the middle of the recording table. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you guys throughout the week. Have a good week. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you.